You are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. And hello and welcome into the Braves postcast, part of the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. Grant McCauley, Jake Mastriani with you after another victory for the Atlanta Braves who have come home and gotten right back on track after ending their road trip on a down note. The Braves continue to at least keep the pace with the New York Mets, who are still up in the NL East race by at least one game. And they did win again on Monday night. So the Braves just have to keep doing what they've been doing, and that's win baseball games. And I think things are going to go pretty well for them. Either way, it is setting up for quite a finish in the National League East divisional race between the Braves and the Mets. A lot to talk about after a 5-2 win over the Washington Nationals for the Braves, who got a victory uh, for Kyle Wright yet again. He's 19-5 and now on the season. He's got a chance for 20 wins. Matt Olson broke out of his slump. At least we hope so. He took a big step toward that. And, of course, the Braves will look to secure a series win as this continues on Tuesday. We'll get to all of that and more here on the show before we get started. I want to remind you to subscribe to Locked On Sports Atlanta here on YouTube and make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Uh, well, Jake, this was uh, exactly what the Braves needed to do. You've got another sub-500 opponent rolling into town. You just beat up on the Phillies who had some wildcard aspirations and, of course, still do. But as we talked so much about the schedule and games you have to win, games you should win, series you should sweep, I think I would put the Washington Nationals on the checklist for all three of those last things I mentioned. Yeah, this is one of those TCB specials, taking care of business. And look, go. we talked about it. You can't let up against these teams. The same Nats team took a series from the Mets earlier this month. So you let off the pedal a little bit, and teams like this can sneak up on you. So 5-2 doesn't look like the most dominating win in, in the world, but I really never felt like this game was in question, especially when the Braves took a 4 nothing lead, and they cruised to a nice victory. And like you said, keep even uh, with the Mets, who won as well on this night. Yeah, the Mets also got Max Scherzer back on the mound, and he looked all right. But since this is not the Mets postcast, we will do the Braves postcast instead. We will talk about game number 147 for Atlanta. Game one of three against the Nationals here as this six-game homestand continues with the fourth contest of the six. Nationals dropped to 51-96, and 96, two runs, nine hits, and error, seven men left aboard. Braves now 92-55, and 55, five runs, ten hits, no errors, six men left. Kyle Wright, the winner, as I mentioned, 19-5 and five now on the season, leading the majors in wins. Corey Abbott takes a loss. He drops to 0-3. Kenley Jansen picked up his 35th save. You'll be pleased to know they went 1-2-3 in the ninth inning yet again. Two hours, 46 minutes, the time of game. 33,443 fans were on hand to see it. And let's talk about Kyle Wright because he certainly gave the Braves what I feel like he has more times than not all season long, Jake. And that is yet another quality start. Six innings, couple of earned runs. He did allow eight hits, but only one walk. Pound in the strike zone. Seven strikeouts for him. Now 12-2 and two at Truist Park as he improves to 19-5. and five. And he's got the most wins by a Braves starting pitcher in nearly 20 years. Last time they had somebody with 19 or more wins, well, it's that guy Russ Ortiz who was the Braves' last 20-game winner. And Kyle Wright could join him perhaps as soon as his next start. But uh, how did you feel like Kyle Wright looked? I thought that maybe this was a big step towards him, maybe uh, kind of uh, pushing aside any of the doubts that he was really in some kind of fatigue-induced slide here in the month of September. I thought Kyle Wright looked great, and particularly in those first four innings, it was 0-2, 1-2. I mean, he was just constantly ahead of the hitters in this game, which you love to see. Kind of got away from that a little bit as the game went on, like you might expect for a pitcher, uh, you know, tiring out a little bit as the contest goes on. But you look at the eight hits as well. Two of them were extra base hits, but he's a ground ball pitcher. I mean, he's a top five in ground ball rate 
among starting pitchers. So he's going to have balls that get through the infield. I think you saw some of that just, just snuck through the infield. That's going to happen with a ground ball pitcher. But as long as he's not get walking batters, he's not giving up extra base hits in conjunction right. with that, which we saw where he gave up the two runs in that inning, you know, he's going to be just fine. And he's going to most more often than not keep that crooked number off the board. And he's also going to roll you some big double plays. So I thought this was, you know, the Kyle Wright that we've seen for the majority of this season, going out there, pounding the strike zone, getting ahead of hitters, getting that ball on the ground, and then using that curveball to get some swings and misses when he needed it. So yeah, I thought this was the Kyle Wright again, that we've saw seen for most of this season and the Kyle Wright, you know, that's been so consistent in one nineteen games. And I think he's going to have at least two more starts, hopefully to get to that 20th win of the year. Yeah. And that would be a big milestone. And as we talk about how long it's been since the Braves have done this or that, I just mentioned it's been since 2003 when Russ Ortiz last won 20 games, as far as Braves pitchers are concerned, last time that the Braves had somebody lead the majors and wins, it was Tom Glavin. So, you know, that's been a hot minute as well. And this is the kind of company that Kyle Wright can join. And when you think about the fact that he came into this season with exactly two major league wins, it just becomes a little bit more staggering. If if you somehow get lost in, well, Max Freed and, and what he can do and the Spencer Strider show that has been tremendous all season long and you know some of the other things that have been going on in the rotation, I think it's just been a quiet excellence from Kyle Wright. And he's really been the stabilizing factor of this rotation because when he came into the year, you were just looking for the guy to lock down the fourth or fifth spot in the rotation. Now you're looking at him. He is a solid number two, number three pitcher at the very worst. And it looks like he has really figured things out to just get things going here in his career with what has been a breakout season for him. And it's just one of the many reasons why the Braves are where they are. And they are 37 games over 500 now. And we talked about Wild Bill yesterday and kind of his breakout performance behind the plate. And Kyle Wright's been that on the pitching side for me in terms of somebody you didn't know what you were going to get coming into this season. And here he is on the cusp of winning 20 games. So it's certainly been a breakout season for him. We've all known in the past he's capable of this, but yet to put it together and had some rough outings at the big league level. But I think we all saw him start to turn that corner in Gwinnett last year. Then obviously with that start in the World Series, and he's just carried that into a tremendous 2022. And the future looks so much brighter now for Kyle Wright. It does. And still plenty of chapters, I think, for Kyle to pin in the story of 2022 for him and for the Braves. He's just been a huge part of their success. A huge part of our success here on the Braves postcast is, of course, being fueled by Coffee AM. Uh, Coffee AM is an Atlanta-based small batch coffee roaster. And if you go to coffeeam.com slash locked on today, you can get a full look at their menu of coffees, teas, and gift sets. That's coffeeam.com slash locked on. Make sure you use the coupon code locked on to check out. You'll get 15% off your first order. Coffee AM is the best small batch coffee roaster in America. And sometimes I'm so clever, I almost make myself last. But I do start my day with Coffee AM, and I suggest you do the same. Make sure you check them out. They are a wonderful sponsor of our show. Now, Kyle Wright was looking for somebody like the Braves offense to sponsor him with a few runs so that he could pick up this win, and that's exactly what they did. Austin Riley's 37th home run of the season comes in the first inning. He continues to add to his career high, Jake. We know that Austin has still been hitting some home runs this month. It's been a little bit of a grind for him and for Dansby Swanson and even for Ronald Lacuna Jr. this month. But I don't know if anybody's been in more of a grind than Matt Olson has been. I asked Brian Snitker about this before the game. I mean, what can you do? What is the key to kind of getting out of this kind of slump? Because this is obviously not the time of year that you want to be going through this. And Snit said, you know, I just keep putting him in the lineup every day and thinking today is going to be the day. And then after the game, he said it was pretty much a relief, not just for Matt Olson, but for him to see not one but two hits in this contest. 
Uh, Braves offense, you mentioned, has started to find itself here at home, but you know you got to see Austin Riley and Matt Olson rolling into October for the Braves to feel really good about what this lineup is capable of doing. Yeah, great for Matt Olson just to see some balls drops it, drop in. I didn't necessarily love all the swings in this game, but he's had some over the last couple of days. You meant the, the three-run homer that he just missed at yeah. went foul, yep. and then a ball he hit the center field that I still have no idea how it did not get out. When you look at the yeah. launch angle and the exit velocity, uh, that's a ball that I that I think leaves the majority of the time. But you know, good to, like I said to see some balls get down, find some grass. He's had a couple of others that you know just didn't drop in. He had a bloop. Against the or against the Phillies the other day, that same place Ozzy Albies hit his, Albies went for a double, and Schwarber somehow tracks his down. It's just been that kind of of go for Matt Olson here as of late. But Austin Riley, to me, he to me is showing more signs of kind of breaking out of this. Hits in four straight games now, and it was the ball he hit that he didn't get a hit in this game that really had me excited. A fastball in and off the plate down and he hits it 395 feet to right center field i mean that is just incredible power to be able to get a, a barrel on that ball hit it that far robles very good center fielder able to track it down unfortunately but that to me swings like that and obviously the home run are showing me that austin riley is really close to breaking out yeah, a couple of things that you mentioned there. And actually, when I talked to Snip before the game, he did say the exact same thing you said. That ball to center field, you know, now we can look at it with the launch angle, the exit velocity, and what we expect it to be. And he said when they looked at it after the game, they were like, how is this not a home run? This should have been. But it was an encouraging sign, as he mentioned, that home run over to the side of the foul pole that he was not credited with. But those are the swings that had Brian Snitker feeling like this guy is going to hit his way out of this. And I'm not a big proponent of, all right, you just start giving guys nights off left and right, thinking that that's going to fix all their problems because I don't think it's a day off kind of kind of issue for him because he's had three of those in the last, what, 10 days in which the Braves haven't played a game. And it's not like he's just at the ballpark 24-7, just hitting off a tee until his hands go raw. He's just got to figure out a way to get through this. And I think that all the good ones do. And Matt Olson is one of those good ones. The Braves just need him to figure it out here in the month of September and get back on the track that he was on. Austin Riley, meanwhile, that 37th home run is two off Kyle Schwarber's league-leading total of 39. Marcelo Zunia, might remember, did lead the National League in homers back in 2020, which was the 60-game shortened season. Last Braves player to lead the National League in home runs. Want to take a stab at it, Jake? Oh, uh, Andrew Jones? That you nailed back? it. 2005, when he set the franchise record with 51. So if you want to look at full seasons, Austin Riley has a chance to do something that hasn't been done in over a decade and a half by a Braves player to lead the National League in home runs. So some great stuff we saw from Austin Riley. Eddie Rosario also had a home run in this game, a multi-hit contest for him. Fifth home run, it came in the seventh inning, and it helped the Braves to pick up this 5-2 win. Bullpen did everything it needed to do after Kyle Wright, as you got Jesse Chavez, Rice Ellie Glacius, and, of course, Kinley Jansen to shut it down, punched out five men, allowed just one hit in three innings of shutout ball between them. So all of that looked great. The bad news, of course, for this, and I say that kind of tongue-in-cheek, but for the Mets, it's good news. Max Scherzer looked absolutely fantastic. He was perfect through six innings. They weren't going to push him much further than that in his return from the injured list, but they picked up a big 7-2 win over the Milwaukee Brewers, and Atlanta thus remains a game back. And as we talked about, Jake, with this schedule and the quirks that come with it and the fact that the Mets, it seems on paper, have an easier road before these two clubs were going to meet up again at the end of the month, you kind of had a little bit of hopes that the Brewers, and particularly Corbin Burns, would give them a little bit of trouble. The Mets beat up on Corbin Burns, and Max Scherzer's return kind of scuttled that plan. So we'll see if Milwaukee can give the Braves any kind of help. 
Hope so. Yeah, I was I was looking forward to that pitching matchup. Unfortunately, uh, Pete Alonzo got to Corbin Merge, a big three-run homer, and with the way Scherzer was pitching, it kind of felt like the game was over at that point. The Mets are a good team, and they're playing good baseball once again. You thought maybe earlier in the month they lost that series to the Nationals, I mentioned, got swept by the Cubs. Yep. You thought, okay, maybe they're going to cool off here a little bit, but they seem to be back to playing that good style of baseball again, which is unfortunate for the Braves, but they keep playing the way they are. They got a chance to take care of business against them head-to-head. Yeah, and I feel like we've kind of been on this all year long. I mean, the Braves have got to win baseball games. You cannot count on the New York Mets to simply fall apart down the stretch because it happened last year or years before that or whatever the case is. This is a much better baseball team, and getting Max Scherzer back in the mix is a big thing that they needed in order to be as strong as they can be down the stretch, and he was back in a big-time way on Monday night against Milwaukee. Braves still one game back in the National League East standings heading into Tuesday's action. We'll talk about game two against the Washington Nationals after I tell you about betonline.net, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. You can find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games with reviews and news of every league. MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, as well as combat sports, esports, and even golf. Betonline.net today and use your mobile device to learn more about the action that's happening at BetOnline, where the game starts. It'll be the Braves and the Nationals. Game two, Tuesday night at Truist Park, 7.20 p.m. Eastern time, the first pitch. Charlie Morton, 8-6, 417 ERA. Patrick Corbin, pretty much the polar opposite of what Kyle Wright is. He is 6-18 and 18 this year. He has the dubious distinction of possibly being the first 20-game loser since Mike Morath about 20 years ago. 6-11 ERA. He's a left-hander. The Braves were out left-handers. Patrick Corbin, uh, safe to say, is the kind of pitcher that I would imagine that the Braves should feast against, should they not? And the Braves wear out Patrick Corbin, at least over the last several years now. And just this season alone, he's allowed 15 runs and three starts against the Braves. So, yeah, this seems like on paper a very favorable matchup for the Atlanta Braves. But you got to play the game. And Charlie Morton hasn't necessarily been clean his last, you know, several outings now. He's allowed four earned in each of his last two starts. He hasn't had a quality start in nearly a month. So, you know, he's looking to kind of bounce back and get on track as well. But, yeah, hopefully this is one of those games the Braves offense can go up there, put up a big number. Charlie Morton can kind of settle down and, like I said, bounce back and have a, a good start and Braves can get another TCB kind of win. They will most certainly like to look to take care of business against Patrick Corbin and the Nationals. Charlie Morton looking for that quality start, looking for another win. Braves looking to secure another series victory and, of course, have eyes on sweeping the Washington Nationals before they head out on the road to face the Philadelphia Phillies again in a four-game series over the weekend. We are in the stretch drive here on the Braves postcast. We appreciate you joining us here. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On Sports Atlanta on YouTube and make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcasts. It was another good night for Atlanta as Kyle Wright picked up his 19th win of the year. Matt Olson hopefully took a big step toward breaking out of his slump and the Braves grabbed a 5-2 win over the Nationals. For Jake Mastriani, I'm Grant McCauley. We will catch you after game two of this series. And until then, so long, everyone. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. D.C. Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked on Yankees. Locked on Mariners. Locked on Mets. Locked on Angels. And you're listening to Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. 